I'm Leanne Spencer, founder of Body Shop Performance Limited, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and your host. This is the Remove the Guesswork podcast, the show where I interview influential people in the health, fitness, and well-being space to bring you the latest ideas on how to optimize your mind, body, and well-being. The show is brought to you by my company, Body Shop Performance. We create total solutions to optimize your health by focusing on sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion, and fitness. We work with busy professionals on a one-to-one basis for six or 12 months using the latest science and technology. And Body Shop also work with businesses who want to create a culture of energy, vitality and performance and position well-being as a competitive advantage. Find out more at bodyshopperformance.com and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Leanne Spencer. Welcome to this week's Insights show, a short sort of eight to 10 minute show where I share an insight or a thought or an idea or a learning that I've gleaned with in the last week or so. So I hope you enjoy this. It's going to be about the concept of being a business athlete. But before I explain what I mean by that, I want to introduce another concept to you, which is the concept of the energy jar. Now, this is a metaphor for the amount of energy that we have in our body, but I want to liken it to a jar because you can clearly see in a jar how much is in it, basically, how much you've got left to ration, whether the jar is full, whether it's half full. And the reason I think this is an important idea is that a few years ago, I was under the misapprehension that I had a pot of energy for my gym time and my working out. I had a pot of energy for work, pot of energy for home, pot of energy to spend time with friends and family and so on. And I used to get frustrated if I'd had perhaps a particularly taxing time mentally with work-related stuff, that I'd go down to the gym and I just wouldn't perform as well. And I started to think about this and think, well, why would that surprise you? Because the energy in our body, which we have there ready to be converted, it's not created, it's converted. The energy we have in our body is just in one place. We haven't got separate pockets of energy that we can distribute or dip into. And that might sound really, really obvious to you. But for me, it came as a bit of a revelation because I suddenly realized that I've got this finite resource, which is my energy. And it's really up to me how I want to spend that energy and what I want to put it into. And once I realized that, I started to think much more intelligently about how I could ration that energy. And I also started to think about the coming week. You know, if I looks like I'm going to need to give a lot of energy to work, for example, to running the business, then I might perhaps need to be prepared to spend less energy on socializing at the weekend, on working out, on, you know, how long the dog walker is and, you know, even down to that level. So I started to think of myself a a bit like a business athlete. Now, this is a term that was introduced to me by somebody who appeared in my first book, uh, Tyler, but I really love the concept and I kind of borrow and, and use it every now and again. Now, the idea is this, we need to see ourselves as business athletes. So an athlete, let's take Serena Williams, for example, one of the most decorated athletes of our time. She has a incredibly busy schedule. The tennis circuit is known to be very punishing. She won't be Grand Slam. The Grand Slams are Wimbledon, the French, the Australian and the US Opens, the big tournaments of the year. She won't be Grand Slam fit all year round. She will be looking at her schedule, getting herself ready for those big events, then deloading. So she'd be de-stressing. She'll be having massage. She'll be eating well, sleeping really well, relaxing a little bit. She'll now be spending time with her new family. 
getting herself ready for the next big event. So she'll be amping up her training again, really doubling down on sleep, on nutrition, on other forms of recovery that she does. Getting ready for that tournament, playing that tournament, seeing how far she can get through it, deloading again. So she will be peaking, deloading, peaking, deloading, peaking, deloading throughout the year. She definitely won't, even at her elite level, be maintaining Grand Slam peak fitness all through the year. Now, as business athletes, if you like, we put our body into extreme demands, but we tend to expect ourselves to operate at peak performance all year round. Now, that's kind of nuts, isn't it? Now, that's why so many of us are falling out of love with life, why many of us are experiencing chronic stress, many of us experiencing burnout. And that's simply because we are not planning and pacing ourselves. So my advice to you is this, take a look at your schedule, understand what are the peak points for you? And maybe you look three months, six months, nine months, 12 months out. What are the peaks for you? That might be your job has certain peaks. Perhaps you deliver a conference once a year. Maybe your business is going public. That would be a massive peak. Maybe you know that your contract's coming to an end and you're going to go out, need to go out and look for more work. Whatever it might be, you need to then look into your schedule and think, okay, how do I get myself fit so I can be in my prime when that peak time comes. And that would look like really doubling down on sleep, focusing on having good mental health, making sure you've got lots and lots of energy, more on that in a second. And just making sure overall your life and your body and your energy, your mood and everything else is really set up for you to be performing at your best in that peak period. Then what you would need to do is take your foot off the gas a bit and deload. So after that big event has happened, take a little bit of time off, start to do more fun, relaxing things, do lots of active rest, do things like walking, don't be hitting the gym as hard, let the body recover. So if you think of yourself as a business athlete, I think it really brings that whole idea to life about peaking and recovering, peaking and recovering. What athletes also do is they adapt their schedules according to how they're feeling. So they'll be very, very good at tuning into their bodies. They might use tech for this. They might have a coach who can help them. But fundamentally, they'll be very good at waking up and thinking, how do I really feel? And then they'll be adapting their schedule accordingly. They definitely won't be feeling feeling poorly or slightly injured or just niggly or just not on it, but still going through the same training sessions because that's how they get injured or they start to fall out of love with what they're doing. And that, again, is something I've observed in people don't do from a business athlete perspective. We don't wake up and think, how am I feeling? Right. Can I put more breaks into my day? Can I start today with some breathing or can I just go really chill dog walk to kick the day off? You know, we just go straight into our frenetic schedules and that's kind of crazy, isn't it? So quite a lot of, of ideas there, but if you start to think of yourself as a business athlete, then I think you're going to start looking at things in a more intelligent way, not meant to be condescending, but just in terms of how you prepare your body and you deload your body and you care for your body and of course your mind. So thinking about looking ahead at your schedule, when you've got those peak points, what are you going to do to get ready and fit for those? And then how are you going to deload afterwards? So that's really the main premise of this. What I do is if I've got big events coming up, I mean, for example, I have something called the Arctic Circle Race. I'm doing a huge charity fundraiser with my partner. We leave on Monday, the 25th of March, which might be after this goes out, maybe before. And it's basically the world's toughest ski race. So we, we've been training for quite a long time. 
We're going out there. The race itself is the 29th to the 31st of March. It's 160 kilometers on cross-country skis over three days. You camp in the middle of the Arctic in Greenland, basically, and you're self-sufficient. So you wax your own skis, you cook your own food, you do all your own preparation. Obviously, you have to do the skiing itself. So it's about 55 kilometers a day. It's a huge challenge. So knowing that, that's definitely a peak point for me. I've really been gearing up to that. I've been trying to get into bed an hour earlier so I can get half an hour extra sleep. We've been doubling down on our nutrition. We've been mentally preparing ourselves with visualization. We've been watching some videos, really starting to get our heads into what this is going to take. And that's quite difficult to prepare for mentally because we don't really know. There's so many firsts and so many unknowns, but we've started that process And then when we come back, I've already cleared out a lot of the schedule. So I've stripped down some of the exercise sessions I'll be doing. I've not got any big business meetings to go into within the first couple of days of getting back. We will just spend a bit more time here at home with the animals, just getting back into things. That's a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Now, I know that the energy I've got in the energy jar is going to be seriously depleted when I come back from that event. So I'm not going to look to spend a lot of energy on anything. It's going to be pretty chilled, pretty easygoing. And then that energy jar essentially will fill itself up again with some of the other stuff I'll be doing, like relaxing, like active recovery, eating well, sleeping well. It's all kind of the same stuff. And once it's full again, I can look to amp up my activities. So it's a really simple concept, really. Two things I want you to take away from this. One is think about the idea of the energy jar. It's a finite resource. It all comes from one place. If you've seriously drawn down on that resource, with one aspect of your life, you'll need to temper or pace yourself in the other areas of life. And the other concept is simply thinking of yourself as a business athlete. So look ahead to your schedule, plan and pace accordingly, and you should find that you're able to get more out of your energy, more out of life, and feel a bit more in control as well, which is one of the key things. A lot of people feel very out of control with their their life and their schedule and have to respond in a very reactive way all the time. It doesn't need to be that way. So that's it from me. I'll be talking to you next week. And by the way, if you want to sponsor us, we're trying to raise £10,000 for Alzheimer's research. We're about 75% of target. If you go on to Virgin Money Giving and you type in Team Endurance or the name Leanne Spencer, you'll find our page, but we'll also link to it in the show notes. So thank you very much for your support. And as ever, thanks for listening. Interested in finding out what your health IQ is? Jump on our website, www.bodyshotperformance.com and click on take the test. It'll take you through to a short two to three minute test. And at the end of that, you'll get a scorecard and a free 39 page report based on our six signals, sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion, and fitness. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please think of someone who could really benefit from the content and hit that share button and send it across to them. And of course, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and a review. Thank you very much for listening.